You're listening to the Get Unstuck Podcast with business mentor, health and fitness influencer, and trainer Heather Newman. Each week, Heather provides you with tips and tools to glitter your soul and add sparkle to your life. Let's get unstuck. You are not a tree, so let's learn to move, change, and find true happiness by creating a vision and living your dreams. For blog posts, business tips, fitness training, at-home workouts, and more, subscribe to GlitterU.com. Now, let's get happy. Here's your host, Heather Newman. What is up, my friends? I am Heather Newman. If you are new here, welcome. And this is the hashtag Get Unstuck podcast. We are on episode 131, and this is part of my new mindset life coaching series, and today we're going to talk about falling in love with becoming the best version of you, and I just want to share with you some things that I've learned and I've had to put into practice because this doesn't come easy when we want to change our mindset, especially in the second half of life, but today we're going to talk about how you can actually rise above anything. So, Welcome to the podcast. It's for all you women in the second half of life who are ready to take responsibility for your own well-being and create a life that you actually love living. As I stated, I'm your host, Heather, and after spending the first probably 40, 48 years of my life people-pleasing and following all of the rules, I was stuck and I was ready for change. So I decided to reinvent myself. I stopped outsourcing all of my happiness, and I've been brave enough to live a different kind of life. So I will be here each week to help you do the exact same thing, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So welcome if you've never listened to the Hashtag Get Unstuck podcast before. If you notice, some of my earlier podcasts were more about health and fitness because I am a certified nutrition coach, I am a fitness instructor, I am a fitness trainer, but as we progress through life, we start to make pivots and we are meant to change. And if we don't have goals that we're reaching or trying to reach or striving for, we get stuck. And the whole idea behind this podcast is to get unstuck. So whenever you feel that something in your life is getting stale or stagnant or you're not happy with something just even as simple as, let's say you get up in the morning and you have, I'm not a coffee drinker, but for my coffee drinker people, let's say you get up in the morning and you have a cup of coffee. And the place that you sit down to have your cup of coffee every morning does not make your heart just like light on fire. You have the ability to change that. You can literally go on to, I don't know, Target. Wayfair, one of the websites, I don't know, this is just like the first vision I get. We all have different visions, but whatever that looks like for you, let's say that you're sitting at a bar stool in your kitchen and you don't like the way your kitchen looks because you're saving money because you want to um, redesign or remodel your kitchen. It's probably not the most uplifting place for you to sit every single morning to start your day with a really good outlook on life if you're like, gosh, I don't have enough money yet to redo the kitchen the way I want to. It's very dark in here. I don't like the way it looks. Like, that's not where you should be hanging out, right? So that was the first thing that I did was I, I, I created my own little space for my own little ritual, my own little habits, and I make that 
space mine. So whatever that looks like for you, grab yourself, you know, a new little chair, put it by a window, put a little table. You don't need to have a lot of room. You just need enough space for you to be able to have your own little quiet place, your own little prayer space or meditation space, whatever that is for you that you look forward to every single morning. So for me, I change it up every now and then. I love to go on the patio, but of course, if it's raining, I'm not on the patio. If it's too cold, I'm not on the patio. And if it's too, too, too hot, I'm probably on the patio, though. I turn on the fans. I love being on the patio with the dogs. I let them out every morning. I like to make my little, what I call my little unicorn juice, which is actually my favorite pre-workout. Um, I share that with you on the blog all the time. If you follow me at GlitterU.com, I share everything over there. But that is just an example. That's one example about how you can actually flip the switch and change things in your life that quickly. It starts with a thought, and then it becomes a feeling. You take action, and then it becomes your reality. So here we are, almost June. Can you believe it? Oh, my gosh. We just got through one of the best weekends of this year for me. It was Mother's Day weekend, but also my baby. I say my baby. <laughs> He's the baby. I have two boys, right? They're both my babies. They're forever my babies. I told them that. I'm like, I don't care how old you are. You're still my baby boys. But the baby, like the, the youngest one, he graduated with his bachelor's degree um, just this past weekend on Saturday. And both of the boys carried a 4.0. This podcast is not strictly about me and my personal life. But if you're hanging out with me, I just want to share this with you because it was a huge, huge milestone for my family. Um, they both have carried 4.0s for their entire college careers. My oldest graduated with his um, master's degree, and he is in currently in phases of taking the CPA exam, which if you know anything about the CPA exam, it's a state board exam. It's, it's just as challenging as becoming an attorney and taking the bar. There's only a 40% pass rate, and he's doing wonderful. I'm going to stay out of his business. I'm not going to share anything that he's not comfortable with me sharing, but he's rocking it. I'm so proud of him. And also, um, my youngest, who just graduated, he is going into the master's program. So we, my husband and I are just Elated. It was a great weekend. My mom and dad came over. We barbecued and they got to go to the graduation, which, you know, they're getting a little older and it's a little bit more challenging. Okay, a lot more challenging physically to be able to, you know, just it's hot outside. There's a lot of people. We had to shut down and they're a little bit more intimidated to go out in, in public or in social environments with a lot of people, respectively so, right? Like I'm even the same way. I don't like flying anymore. I don't like being in closed spaces with a lot of people. I've always kind of been like that, but ever since the shutdown, it just kind of got a little bit more elevated. But anyway, we had a great day. I hope all of you moms had a fantastic Mother's Day weekend. But here we are almost June of 2023. So we're headed into summertime. That's absolutely my favorite time of year. And as we were going into such a busy weekend and such a milestone weekend, um, I was thinking about you guys and I was thinking about me. And I actually just, like, I wrote down in my journal about what I was going to talk to you about today um, here on the podcast. And I was thinking about this 
question, and it kind of came back to asking myself, you know, how far I've come in life, and I'm trying not to give, like, specifics. I'm just trying to be general so you can make this applicable to whatever phase of life that you are in. But, you know, when I first started coaching women, um, and I do coach women that are younger than 50, younger than 40, but for the majority, we're in the second half of life, right? And I wanted to teach women to fall in love with becoming the best version of themselves so that they didn't feel stuck or unmotivated or unneeded or lose their passion and purpose once their children start becoming young adults and you kind of lose this sense of identity or you can. Not everybody does, but I did because I know that I invested my entire everything into my kids and I have no regrets. Like I wanted to be that mom and I definitely was. Thank goodness my husband, you know, had a job that allowed me to be able to be really flexible and do that. And I understand not everybody can do that, but I know that the moms out there that are working nine to fives or, you know, whatever it is. Um, and I did work nine to fives. It was just a little bit more flexible. It was on my schedule, which I'm forever grateful for. However, I know that you're, you know, you've been the best mom, the best parent that you could ever be. And when they start growing up and they just don't need mom as much anymore, it can be really hard if you don't surround yourself with the right type of mindset, with the right type of people. So anyway, like I said, I was thinking about you going into that busy weekend, and I was like, you know, who, who better than me? Who better than you when facing life, when things get a little bit challenging or, you know, changes in chapters? Who better to handle it with grace than us. I think that's the way that we keep evolving and we keep changing. You know, I bumped into a friend who I hadn't seen in a long time. This was a couple months back. And I could tell, like, the energy was just different. And I was proud of myself because my energy was so high. And this person was a little bit kind of like Debbie Downer side. I mean, that's fine. I was there before, too. But, like, it was almost like, hey, we haven't seen each other in this long, and all she had to bring to the table was all the struggles, right? Like all the, the bad things going on. And I appreciate that she was sharing things that were going on in her life. Don't get me wrong. And I'm a very compassionate, um, empathetic person. Trust me. But I've learned to rewire my brain that, hey, if I haven't seen a friend in a very long time, I am no way going to dump all of my struggles on her I'm going to be very, very excited to see her, blessed for the opportunity to see her beautiful face again, give her the biggest hug, and although she wanted to share those struggles with me, I just felt like, gosh, you know, if you needed that friend, I wish you would call me so that we could have that conversation on the phone or meet for lunch and have that conversation if you if you need somebody to help you with that, to talk to, to vent to, right, to be that friend. And I'm not saying I'm not that friend. I am that friend. But in that moment, I hadn't seen her in so long. And I could have dumped all my struggles, but I, I learned I've grown so much that that's not what I wanted to do. I wanted to savor the five minutes that I got to see this beautiful person, this human that was a part of my life for so long. And I was just like, Tell me all the good things going on, you know, like how are the kids and 
what what are you doing now that you know they're getting older and I don't know. Anyway, I guess that's a perspective thing, and it does take a lot of practice. But just be aware if you run into somebody, right? We're all facing challenges all the time, but we have to learn maybe that they're not meant to dump on somebody else because all that's doing is is kind of bringing their energy down too, right? So I don't know. I I wanted to just say that we should strive every day to be the highest version of us. That's what I try to do. And if you like my energy, if you're hanging out with me and, and, you know, or like, gosh, you're such a a breath of fresh air, you're such a sunshine. Am I like that 24-7? Absolutely not. I'm human. But I am definitely self-aware of what I'm bringing to the table, what who I'm showing up as that day. And that's for me. That's for nobody else but me. And if, if I can bring light to someone else, then that's like a bonus. It's been a tough few years. Have you felt a little lost, fell off track, or maybe your life feels like it's been flipped upside down? Are you ready to get back on track with a simple jump start the healthy way? The 7-Day Sugar Detox, Sugar is the Devil book, is now available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. It is a straightforward shortcut that tells you exactly what to eat and how to do this. The 7-Day Sugar Detox, Sugar is the Devil workbook and guide by Heather Newman will help you navigate a new healthy relationship with food. It will teach you which foods work for you and those that don't. This 7-Day Sugar Detox guide is meant to be a staple. It's not a one-time use only book. It's one that you'll want to keep coming back to over and over again for guidance. It's the permanent solution that you've been looking for. This guide is used as a resource to get you back on track when you fall off, and we all do. It's a journey, not a destination. So happy to hear how many of you are enjoying this book, getting massive weight loss results, and use it as a tool after those binging weekends when you've really whooped it up. It's the perfect, easy-to-follow guide, including a grocery list and meal planning recipe options for breakfast, lunch, snacks, and dinner. If it's not on the list, it's not for us. Be sure to grab yours today and grab one for a friend. The 7-Day Sugar Detox, Sugar is the Devil by Heather Newman is available in a paperback and a hardback version. Visit the website www.sugardetox7.com or simply find it on Amazon and Barnes & Noble websites. Sugar is the Devil. So before I get off track, let's go back to the point of this podcast, right? We are talking about, I went into the weekend, a busy weekend, thinking about, like, that person I ran into, and I thought, gosh, if I run into somebody else, what energy would I want to bring to them? And I hope that they would share something really enlightening with me. And I was thinking about, you know, who better than me? Who better than you when facing difficult and challenging situations in life? Who is better to handle it with grace than us? I think that, like, that is the way that we keep evolving and we keep changing. And like I said, change is always good. And becoming who we actually really, truly want to be, which is always the highest, best version of us. And we do that by facing challenges and looking at them with a little, I don't know, a little cleaner perspective, a little, a little bit more powerful perspective And this question is very powerful and extremely helpful. Who better than you? So when faced with a challenging or difficult situation, who better to rise above it than you? 
when faced with a challenging or difficult situation, who is better to handle it with the grace than you? When you're faced with a challenging or difficult situation, who better to make it a big deal than you? Who better to be the generous one than you? Who better to let it go than you? Who is there better than you? There is never anyone better than you in whatever situation you are in. You are the one. You are not the victim. You are actually the hero. You are already her. So all you have to do is show up as her, your truest self. That's what my favorite word is lately, is unoffendable. Does that make sense? <laughs> you, your truest self is actually unoffendable. Like, we've got to stop being so easily offended. You're already like you already have everything that you need to handle any circumstance, any tough situation, you've got to trust in yourself. You've got to think on purpose and know that nobody else outside of you is going to fix your situation. Nobody else outside of you is going to bring you joy and happiness. Everything is within you. I know this is deep, but if you're following me, I need you to understand that this is such a game changer. Like there's never anyone better than you in whatever situation. You're the one. You're not the victim. You are the hero. Nothing is happening to you. It's all happening for you and your opportunity to be who you want to be so start practicing that. Instead of, why is this happening to me? Ask, who better than me? I can handle this. This is where all of our power lies. This is where all of your power lies. So own it. Own the entire experience. You know, I'm going to compare this to a movie that I had watched once. I can't think of the name of it right now. But the entire story is based around like this best friend and then of course the leading lady and um one of the girls was the best friend with a role of of course just the best friend of the leading lady in her own life so it was this movie that i was watching that the best friend always played the second best like she was the victim, like the supporting role instead of being that leading lady. And it kind of like resonated with me because it was like this aha moment of a particular spot in the movie. I thought, gosh, I am actually kind of doing the same thing as the best friend, right, in the movie. I was being the best friend in my own life and letting everyone else be the more important role. Does that make sense? Like maybe you're doing it right now, unaware and simply being the supporting role in your own life instead of being like the freaking movie star, right? <laughs> For heaven's sakes, you are the leading role. You must step into that role and be her. Who better than you to play the role, the leading star 
in your own life. Instead of playing the best friend all the time, why don't you let you be the leading lady? Who better than you? Who better than you to be the shining star in your own life? The leading star is the one who makes the decisions and she creates the plan and she leads the people and she writes her own story. And that, that leading star is the one who trusts herself and she tells the truth and she owns her entire experience. The leading star knows what she wants and she's like the pioneer and she rises above the rest, right? The leading star isn't afraid of struggle or of hard work or of adversity or even making mistakes. The leading star doesn't wait around for someone to come along and save her. She's too freaking busy saving herself and anyone else in her story who needs help. That's what the leading star does. She's the most beautiful, resilient, creative, captivating woman in the entire movie. She's the one. She's the magic star. And that's you. It's always been you in your own life. And there is no one better than you. So now what? So how do you make the shift from being the best friend in the movie, like this resonated with me so much, and if I think of the freaking movie name, I will let you know. It'll be on my blog. <laughs> Just go to glitteryou.com. Make sure you're subscribed over there ASAP, because if I can remember this movie, you're going to want to go watch it, and you are probably going to have the same aha moment after listening to this podcast. But becoming the leading star in your own movie of your life, from being the best friend to being the star of the show, how do you make that shift? You're probably asking yourself, well, that's great. Yes, I've always been the best friend. I've been the best friend of my kids. I've been the best friend of my best friend. I've been the best friend of my parents. I've been the best friend of my neighbor. I've been the best. Maybe it's time for you to step up and be the star of your own life. Okay, so here we go. I've got three ideas to share with you today. So the first one is just to Start noticing all the ways that you are actually playing either the victim or playing second best. The second one is to grow your confidence. And you guys know that if you work with me in the Tone Online Studio, there's a full course, nothing major, but a course on um, self-confidence and the, the Confidence Club workshop. The third one is play the role. Like, Play the role of the leading star and stop playing the role as the best friend. Nobody can do that but you. Nobody can make that shift or that change but you. So step number one, notice when you're playing second best. Notice when you're telling yourself an old, like, I don't know, just worn out freaking story of how you've been hurt by someone and blaming someone else for running your life or ruining your life. Maybe, I don't know, it could be a parent or it could be an ex-husband, it could be a boss or even a friend. It's, it's that story that keeps you from being the hero in your own journey. You've got to let it go. It's not hurting anyone else but you. So blaming someone else will always keep you stuck in that second best position, in that second best role, right? It will keep you from creating and writing the beautiful story that is absolutely available to you. 
So every scene in your future is wide open to be imagined, created, dreamed up, visualized, and actually written by you. You get to write it starting today. You're creating the movie of your own life with the stories that you're telling in your mind. It's all in your mind and in your ability to be willing to tell a better, more powerful story. It's a decision that you make on purpose. And if you want great relationships, you create them. They don't just come fall in your lap. If you want great relationships, you create them. Don't wait for someone else to apologize. Don't wait for someone else to include you. Don't even wait for someone else to make you feel good about yourself. That's why I'm here today, if nothing else. I want you to understand that you are the one that does this work. Don't wait for someone else to give you an opportunity. You're the one who does the work. You're the one who takes the lead and figures things out. You're the one who gets to own every experience. When you feel like a little less than or wounded, hurt, pay attention. This is actually good information for you. Question it. Get really curious around it. Remind yourself that this is for you. Let everything come up and take a look at it. Don't just let it passively like be the victim and, oh, this happened to me again. Question it. Remind yourself this is for you. Let everything come up and take a look at it. This is an opportunity for you to rise above it, to be the bigger person, to see it completely different and respond differently, maybe even for the first time. Anytime that I feel wounded or hurt, I look at my thoughts that I created that created the feeling. I know it's not the person in front of me. I know it's my thoughts. And once you can manage your thoughts, you have won, my friend. Once you can manage your brain and not let your brain run around the room like a three-year-old with a knife, I say this all the time, once you can control that brain and your thoughts, you have got it. So I know my unconscious, unconscious, mind made, like if I'm, if, if somebody is in front of me, right, and they created a feeling inside of me, I know it's my thoughts. So I know that my unconscious mind made someone else's words or actions mean something negative about me. It's what we all do as humans. It's not wrong. It's just good to know. It's good to know and to be aware of. We have, um, we have the power to respond to all situations exactly the way we want to if we learn to control that knee-jerk reaction. Like, we never have to react at all, ever. <laughs> we never have to play the victim. We never have to be offended we can if we want to, and sometimes we want to, but it's always up to us. Our highest 
best version of ourselves. We'll respond with compassion and love and power. Our highest self doesn't react. Our highest self intentionally responds. I'm going to say that again. Our highest self does not react. Our highest self intentionally responds. You are the hero of your story. So be her. Step number two, grow your confidence. Self-confidence always comes from a place of love, never a place of fear, love for yourself, and love for all the people in your story. Out of all the feelings you can feel, love will create the best results in your life. Love will be the fuel that you need to be who you want to be. Love will be the reason that you become the star of your life story. And who better than you to be the star of your life? So let's talk about confidence. On the confidence spectrum, per se, um, imagine a big, long line on the far opposite end of the confidence spectrum lines. There would sit, like, fear, and then in the middle of the spectrum would be love, On the far left end would be motivated by, let's see, on the far left end would be like motivated by fear, insecurity, and shame. And on the other end, on the far right end of the line of the spectrum is motivated by fear, arrogance, and blame. So when you live from like the far left end of the spectrum, you believe that there is something wrong with you. And if you live in fear and shame and react to every circumstance, um, like you find evidence every day that something is wrong with you and you show up in your life that way. Like this is the victimhood position. You play second best, you people please and manipulate and pretend to play the victim. Like you're not good enough and you shame yourself and you blame others for your pain. You count on things outside of you, talked about this before, to help you feel better. You live in a, like, disappointment and hurt and resentment and you're unhappy and you're stuck and you just don't know why. And then if you're on the far right end of the spectrum, the other end um, is fear and arrogance and blame. And it's the belief that there's something wrong with everybody else, right? Like, they're the problem. You find evidence everywhere to back up that belief. Like you judge, you criticize, you complain, you blame. You don't ever take responsibility for your own behavior, but you easily criticize and dismiss others. You need to prove that you're right at all costs, and you're probably pretty unhappy and stuck. And again, you don't know why. So both mindsets are driven by fear. Like, you never get the results you want when you operate from fear. It's the complete opposite of love. It's the opposite of confidence. Um, Somewhere in the middle of the line of confidence, of the confidence spectrum that I'm talking about, is a spacious place of love and confidence. And somewhere in the middle is where you would be knowing that you're amazing and 
so are we. Like, you're amazing, and so is everyone else. You love yourself well. You take responsibility for your thoughts, your feelings, and your behavior. And you know that you are worthy of a happy, abundant life, and so is everyone else. There's no scarcity mentality. Like, just because you feel like you're worthy of having a happy, abundant life, it doesn't mean that it takes away from the idea that other people can also live a happy, abundant life. So you don't rely on anything outside of you for validation or for your emotional well-being. You guys, this is the journey that I've been working on for the past, oh my gosh, since 2017. Um, and it does take some time. It won't take that long, but if you practice it and you make it that you want to believe that we're all doing the best that we can and the universe is definitely in our corner, um, if you want to cheer for yourself and you want to be able to cheer for everyone else also, uh, you can do this. You don't gossip. Uh, you don't belittle. You don't judge. And you don't compare. You don't have to prove yourself to anyone. You let everyone think whatever they think and let it be okay. You let everyone be wrong about you if that's what they're thinking. So what? When you believe this and you come from a place of self-confidence, you come from a place of love, you own your life experience. You get to play the role of the leading star. You are the star at that point of your own life. So step number three, so you just play the role, play the leading star, and be the lead, the leading lady of your own life story. Be the hero. Rehearse it and practice it. Know the thoughts, the feelings, the actions of the leading star. Imagine your future self, your best self, your highest self, my favorite version of you, um, and your favorite version of you is, what is she thinking? What is she saying? How is she feeling? You need to play that role. How is she showing up? What I want you to do is try to implement acting and being like her now. This is intentional work, you guys. This is focusing and using your imagination and rehearsing. You act as if you already are her because you are. You know who you want to be. You know how you want to show up. So start being her now. When you're faced with a difficult situation, who is better to handle it with grace than the leading star of her own life? When you're faced with a difficult person, who better to rise above it than the hero of the story? When you're faced with criticism, blame, all of that junk, who is better to respond with love, forgiveness, and generosity than the star. You. You are the one. You are not the supporting role. Not anymore. You are not the best friend. Not in this movie. You're not a character actor, and you're not behind the scenes. You are the star of your own life. So be her. Be her already by stepping into the role and owning it. Practice it. Rehearse it. Get comfortable with it. Be committed to it. Be courageous. Be, be competent. Be capable. Be confident. Be who you've always wanted to be. 
It's your honor, and it's your responsibility, and it's your highest freaking calling. There's no better person to be you than you. You are the one for this particular role in your life. So to recap, how do you become the leading star in your own life? First of all, notice the ways that you aren't being the leading lady. Like notice the ways that you are people-pleasing or notice the ways that you are um, showing up as the best friend in the movie or you're playing the -the behind-the-scenes role. Second step, grow your confidence. Do whatever it takes to grow your confidence. Come from a place of love, not fear. We can't have fear and faith in the same thoughts. We can't. So when you start feeling fear, I need you to dive into your faith, right? And then step number three, rehearse your role. Play the role. Practice the role. Get to know what it feels like to be your star, the star of the show, because There's no one better than us, ladies. You know this. We have to show up as the leading star for our own lives. Bring all the power to your life. Bring the bigger love, the joy, the fun, the forgiveness. Be the light. Bring the energy. Have the grace. Show the strength. And show the optimism. You are the hero. So be the hero. You've always been her but you haven't always shown up as her. And who better than you because there's no one better than you. You've got to start practicing right now, and I will see you next week. Love you so much. Thanks for listening to the hashtag Get Unstuck podcast. If you want more information or resources from this podcast, you can visit www.glitteryou.com. I will talk to you next time. Bye. Hey, friend. Thank you so much for listening to Heather's Get Unstuck podcast. Her goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode helped you in any way, you can directly impact Heather's efforts by simply sharing a screenshot of this to your social media or team. Also, if you're looking for additional support, feel free to find Heather on Instagram at GlitterU, her website at www.glitteru.com, and or join the free Get Unstuck community Facebook group.